एपिसोड 22 मदर्स डे स्पेशल पार्ट 2 लर्निंग्स फ्रॉम मॉम हाय पीटर व्हाट्स अप ऑल गुड मैन जस्ट एंजॉयिंग द लेजी समर आफ्टरनून या नाउ आफ्टर दिस पॉइंट लाइक यू इवन फॉरगेट टू बदर विद द नेम ऑफ द डेज राइट लाइक इट्स जस्ट लाइक हां इट्स जस्ट वन ऑफ दोस डेज यू डोंट केयर व्हेदर इट्स अ मंडे और अ थर्सडे और अ संडे डजंट रियली मैटर Yeah, yeah. It, like I'm avoiding the cliche, but yeah, every day is kind of the same right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like on holiday you don't bother with what day it is because you've planned out your schedule and itinerary that you have to go and see this monument and that landmark. It doesn't matter if it falls on a Sunday or a Monday or a Tuesday. It will only matter if suddenly the monument says, "Please don't come on Sunday. We are shut." Then it's like, oh yes, we have to remember not to do that. <laughs> you know, it's funny you're uh, talking about uh, holidays. considering that we don't know when the next holiday really we'll take will be yeah that's that's the irony right like we are dying to sort of go out no pun intended but yeah we like want to go out and enough of this 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 mode that we are in which is not a holiday it's just prison but uh, yeah but yeah let's not shift focus too much from today's episode because uh, we're continuing our mothers day special and This time around, we thought let's just keep it to the two of us. So I don't even remember the last time we did an episode just the two of us. I think it was probably the one of the first coronavirus episodes, right? Yeah, I think it was the first one where we uh, spoke about kids during coronavirus, and then after that, we had a string of very, very patient and interesting uh, guests. So, but yeah, today's episode is a little special because it's about us and our moms, right? so i'm not going to get an expert on the episode to talk about like our moms we are the experts so yeah so today we are not just hosts but we also our own guests yeah and you know it, for me mothers day it's a bit strange right because uh, so it's been 12 years since i lost my mom and when you know one of those things when you keep seeing everyone putting up tributes and pictures and stuff like that while i do miss her it just becomes one of those days i miss her a lot more and uh, but at the same time you know i do look at all the positive things and just go back to all those great memories i have with her which kind of gets me to this episode where where i've been thinking about all the things i learned from her that kind of prepared me to be a parent so many years later absolutely i mean that's that's very sweet you know peter um how how you look at mothers day for you it clearly is a huge sentimental value i'm sure um but for me i find mothers day a little uh strange in terms of the whole celebration aspect right so i have never wished my mother on mothers day it's it's kind of counterintuitive if you ask me uh so for me it's just like any other normal day obviously at home like my my wife will go out and say oh happy mothers day and then she'll pull our daughter also so that she also feels a sense of celebration for me it's like a regular day it's like ha huh, i mean mom's here i'm here she's always been there she's always kind of doing her own thing why should i remove one day out of here just to show my appreciation it needs to kind of be a everyday thing so for me it's not a big deal it's just that yes it's good that the you know you're kind of commemorating a day for mothers But yeah, I I have my reasons not to kind of go for it. But uh, yeah, I I completely understand why others would. So this brings me to my question then for you and Adil, since you uh, live with your mom still also, uh, what is one of those things over the years or in recent times 
you've noticed which has been one of the most endearing factors about her one uh <laughs> i know it's a tough question just to like bring it down to one factor but sure go ahead yeah yeah so if if i had to choose one uh, i think it would be um, encouragement right uh, my mom right from the start was a very very encouraging uh, woman still is still is very very encouraging uh, i mean i'm i'm not getting into the typical issues of you know protective and yeah i mean all moms are with their kids but that one thing that has stayed with me for 36 years has been the fact that she was so encouraging uh, on all fronts right whether it was academics extracurricular at home uh, doing stuff at home getting involved in household work uh, whatever it was i was a bit of a dick actually because uh, i would do something and then leave it halfway so i think that really got her uh, you know gears grinding a lot but um, she still persisted with me um, she still kept you know going at it and uh, today i understand the value of that see back then as kids right you don't take it too seriously i i think we must be seeing that with our kids as well i mean i i understand they're young 3 and 4 years old and they still need to build that maturity but when even now that i reflect and i'm thinking that my mom was uh, a district level table tennis player and she had almost kind of reached the level of playing for state but for some reason my granddad her father didn't allow her and you know typical patriarchy stuff so she kind of pushed me like you know you must play td because i played td for college and district and this and that you no know, you must do it and i did i did i started playing table tennis and i got good at it and then somewhere i just dropped it right and then she saw that oh he's not getting he's not doing it like he's he should be playing that sport but he's not then she took up tt after all these years and she said i will come and play with you if you don't have anyone to play with so she joined the ymca uh she enrolled herself and then she would come with me and play so that you know i have a i have a partner to play so she went to those lens to kind of ensure that i don't sort of give up midway but it's me that we are talking about i still gave up <laughs> and i was like ah forget it i don't want to do anything with tt what the hell right and she kept doing this over and over again for many things there was craft classes and art classes and even during academics my god she would get so violent i remember those beatings <laughs> that i got during school that just like whack me left right and center and she wasn't the one who would be like first anika hai and all of that yeah she wasn't one of those she just like just do well you know you have the capacity to do well you're not an idiot so why are you making such silly idiotic mistakes so there also like she would stay up late at night and i had a habit of sleeping early during school um obviously during exams and then waking up at 4 in the morning 3:30 in the morning and do a complete revision till about 7:30 and then you know run to school and take the exam and my mom would wake up with me like she would right i would ask her obviously very uh you know shamelessly i would ask her to wake up with me and she would do it she would wake up she would sit with me she wouldn't really indulge in um sort of understanding what i'm doing but she would just sit with me to in like those 4 hours awake to ensure that i'm i'm like doing my stuff and she just kept that that rigor was there throughout i learned how to drive a car at the age of 14 i didn't go to any school or anything 
she helped me drive and where we stayed earlier there was a huge compound that we had a huge society compound where uh, there was a lot of space so i actually started learning how to drive uh, you know thanks to her because she encouraged me to drive and my dad would be like are you crazy just send him to a school why are you you know spending so much time doing this like leave him and for her it's like it's not about teaching it's just about being there for him you know spending more time with him and i really appreciated that and you know she did the same thing or maybe more for my uh, sister as well so it wasn't like i'm the you know precious one the first born or whatever and that's why i should get all the attention she did the same i think she went through the same rigmarole with my uh, my uh, sister as well and uh, i think that's where you kind of see the energy that she brings for both her kids and uh, we kind of saw it you know both of us were idiots me and my sister i think i was more so but uh, she ensured that whatever energy she kind of put in me the same amount of energy went into my sister's upbringing as well and that's what i i kind of want to leave uh, i mean i want to i want to highlight the fact that she's been such an encouraging person even today like she's so patient with all, all of us and it's crazy and yeah that's that's one thing that i absolutely adore and love about her what about you peter i'm sorry i've i've just gone i've drawled on for a while this happens when somebody asks me anything about my mom so uh, yeah why don't you tell me what's that one endearing thing about your mom for me you know i would say perseverance was something i really saw over the years with her and that's something each day i try to imbibe take from her uh, so my mom the first time she lived abroad was after her marriage and uh, no friends no family so they lived in uh, abu dhabi in united arab emirates and it was just my dad and her and not knowing anybody over there she got a job started working uh, she continued working after i was born and you know when you're young you take things like this for granted but i always saw her persevering through every little obstacle that we had in our lives she had two more children still continued working and now it was three of us in less than 6 years so you know when i look at my life we keep making small excuses and things like that and kind of give up but she didn't she continued going on and that is something i learned from her when i saw is that you know whatever obstacle she came across she kind of found a way found a solution to it and she kept inculcating in that in me because similar like you talked about your table tennis there were many things in my life where i thought you know when it came to academics or sports that you know what i can't do it there are others who are better than me but she made me feel that you know what you have a gift and it will you will be taking it for granted so you need to persevere same thing with my siblings and now when i look back at all those years you know three of us how where we've reached in our personal lives professional lives i guess you know it's her hand that kind of played uh, a very important role and just that spirit that she had uh, of continuing no matter what or what the obstacle in front of it that's something definitely you know i realized that i need to be passing on to my son also because that's you know something that runs within us in a way i must say 
No, I'm I'm glad you 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 brought that up because now that we are parents, right? And if you kind of reflect uh, on what you were as a child and try and put yourself in your parents' shoes, um, now you can see it, right? Because you you are uh, kind of in 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 their shoes. I mean, you you are a parent yourself, and whatever you absorbed from your parents uh, especially my mum i kind of uh, see it go to my daughter as well like very naturally it just it just kind of flows i don't need to you know overthink it or i don't need to uh, say get up early in the morning one day and say oh today i'm going to be an encouraging parent to my daughter no i like you know you don't need to do that right because it's now a part of your system and i think that's the yeah. the greatest gift that you can get from your parent true i mean i agree with what you're saying because one of the things while i was reflecting i realized and this part not only what i got from my mom impacted me as a father but also as a husband because like i mentioned earlier my mom was a working mom so i always saw my dad do stuff at home also and my mom encouraged not only uh my dad and my siblings but also me so considering i was the eldest boy and you know how in stereotypical indian houses it is right but we had a routine there were certain days my brother sister and i all of us would be doing household chores there was no elder younger boy girl we were all treated equally and that's one thing when i got married for me also it was like yeah i i'm capable i've always been doing household chores so definitely i should do and now my son also sees that he sees both my wife and i doing household chores so definitely once he's slightly older we're going to start encouraging him because i think this is something that is taught to a child from a younger age and the more you've seen it and doing it when you're younger there is no stereotype that you know he's a guy or the, she's a girl there's no gender role specific it's just you know stuff needs to be done in the house get it done irrespective of who so yeah no, no, that, I, that's one i i really like the fact that you brought that up you know peter because uh, i think the generation our parents generation uh, they were at the cusp of you know very ultra traditional way of living and raising children and evolution right because i think the world was moving in a very different direction and people were also experiencing new things so i think our parents generation was at the cusp there were some people who were very good at blending both tradition as well as you know the new age thinking um and then there were those who kind of fell on either side of that fence either they become became ultra traditional or ultra contemporary but i think the way you also speak about your mom and the way i have seen my mom and how we grew up um i think there was a blend of both because my mom was a homemaker and uh throughout she's you know just worked uh, to keep that house uh, going you know to keep the family going um and we also saw how much she struggled um in 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 her personal life and keeping everyone alive literally um so we saw various aspects of of her as well and over the years i've i've seen that she has also been learning 
right? Because when you're kids, you turn to your parents to learn the most basic of things. And when you start growing older, you realize that, huh, okay, now I can get my own information. But the beauty is the parents never stopped learning themselves. They also kept evolving with the children because at some point they also want to keep up, right? And they say, okay, I want to know what my son is up to or what my daughter is up to. And to do that, I will also, you know, take the pains of understanding what is the world uh, around us and, you know, how has the world changed around us? So I, I appreciate the fact that our parents kind of do that, correct? That they're also evolving with us. And that's such a big deal for parents these days. Yeah, I mean, when you're talking about this, it comes to mind about, you know, using uh, technology, especially, right? Con- considering they didn't grow up with the kind of gadgets and stuff like that. Just true, the true. way they have picked up that, not for anything else, but just so that they can communicate with their children and grandchildren also. No, absolutely. And the, the technology is a very obvious, uh, like, meter of, of measurement in a way. But I'm just saying, even in terms of thinking, like, nowhere did my mom uh, or uh, even my dad, for that matter, ever tell me, oh, you will only get married within the community to the girl who we will choose. None of that. None of that. Right. They, they didn't have any of that issues or they never put any rules in front of me. Uh, today, I'm married to, um, you know, someone who does not belong to my community. Uh, yes, she is a Muslim, but she does not belong to my community uh, at all. Um, if I was a part of a traditional family, I think that would be a problem. Forget me. My my sister is married to a Bengali, right? And for us, none of us are like, oh my God, what have you? No, it was like, wow, that's great. That's fantastic. Okay, can I have your room now? Because I want to give it to my daughter. <laughs> so that, I think that was the way we were thinking and not more like, what will the society What will the society tell? They really guarded us and protected us in in those matters. And I really appreciate the fact that they also evolved as human beings. And that was just that that's that's something that will always, always stay with me. Peter, I want to take this opportunity to uh, tell our listeners what is your other birth name? <laughs> so at home I'm called Vivek. And uh, the story behind that is kind of also the reason about my parents. Uh, so Peter is my grandfather, my maternal grandfather's name. And I was born within a few years of him passing away. So okay. no one really called me Peter at home. I was always called my second name Vivek. And for those of you wondering, why do I have a Christian and a Hindu name of sorts? Uh, well, my dad grew up in a Hindu family, my mom in a Christian family. And for me, that was the thing when you, you know, you're talking about you marrying outside the community for me it was a very normal thing considering my parents they got married in the early 80s uh inter-religion was kind of unheard of back then but yeah i i totally know what you're talking about now so then this episode clearly had a guest and that very special guest is vivek <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we've spoken about a lot of values um you know, that our uh, respective mums possess. But if you had to uh, pass on that one thing, right, uh, to your son. So, yeah, I would say empathy. So I don't know if I mentioned on past episodes, but uh, before my mom passed away, she was a primary school teacher. And 
one of the things i noticed from her was while she had her own three children her class because she was the class teacher was like the her own children so i used to always jokingly tell her that you know you don't have three children you have 33 children your 30 <laughs> children in class are also your uh students because she'd always be concerned like every day while doing attendance and stuff oh what happened to this one or that one and she'd get very attached and it was not only that it extended to her friend circle people that we knew she always was concerned you know if she knew somebody liked a certain dish that she cooked she never she'd make she'd you know make something extra for them and call them up and say hey i've made something for you or invite people over and things like that so she always had that thing where she felt for people and when i was young of course you know when you're a teenager going through your own identity crisis of sorts i was very selfish i was like no this is my mom she should do stuff for me why is she concerned about others who cares about them and things like that but yeah. as i grew older i realized that was one of those things about her she cared about people and till date so many years later that's one of the things that people keep talking about her and i definitely want my son to learn that also is that you know while you have your immediate family your parents and siblings and things like that the people that you reach out to you show love and affection to and you feel for those are the people that you know sometimes become as good as family to you so yeah that is definitely one thing i'd love to pass on to my son you know it's it's amazing when you actually were telling that story in my head i had already decided that that was one of the you know biggest things that my mom has as a personality trait which is she is available to everybody right she will go out of her way to help people no matter who they are or where they are from or you know what part of the society they belong it doesn't matter but that's that's who she has always been right but see that's that's a that's a trait that i think belongs to a lot of other people but one other thing that i think my mom is uh, and i for whatever reason i can't really grasp the fact that she is such a social person right she will find time for anyone for everyone for anything for any situation even if it's by herself you know if she has to go for a film and she has to watch it alone she'll do it like she is she loves the outdoors so i can imagine what her mental state must be right now you know cooped up in the house yeah. for two months uh, but it's it's crazy and that is something that i would love my daughter to also kind of have as a personality trait because both my wife and i are complete anti socials right we are happy amongst ourselves only we don't uh, really indulge too much with the outside world that's just who we are and a conscious decision i i, I suppose we we've, we've probably taken uh, but my mom even at like 60 61 she's just absolutely raring to go out she will finish all her work she'll get everything done it's not like she'll dump everything on her ah, you you know you do whatever you want i'm going out no she will take care of you even if she has to go out for like a week for a holiday or wherever she will sort you out for a week listen i've made this for one week i've told the the help to this and i have sorted this out i've kept some money also like today she still keeps money for me every time she goes out it's like listen i've got 500 rupees in the drawer if you need anything they get said yeah okay 
like after a point you don't know what to tell her so like listen i make my own money but it's, it's cool like i think that's that's the that i don't know I don't, the only word that comes in my in my head is cord the umbilical cord i don't know why but i guess it makes sense <laughs> but yeah that's the only connection that that will never break right where like your parents still want to give you a little money like hey listen i'm going out for a couple of days you keep some find a thousand rupees and see what you want to do with it and i'm like yeah that's that's cute so i think that personality i would love my daughter to have obviously that you can't teach these things but we'll try our best to ensure that it kind of sort of passes on you know down the generation so yeah that's that's something i would love my daughter to have so i think you know we've kind of made our mums red in the face with all that we've talked about and at this point <laughs> their pride thing that yeah yeah it's all us see yola turned out this way because of us so thank you to both our mums uh, but yeah you know even though mothers day is gone uh, we'd love to hear you know stories from your mums and or things that you've learned from your mum because i'm pretty sure everyone was nodding their head while we were talking saying yeah yeah, yeah my mum is like that but what else did you learn from your mum that you would like to pass on to your kids or are using it uh, in your daily adult life if you have any such stories please write to us at popsinapod@gmail.com or you can search for popsinapod on instagram or facebook and you can follow us uh, like our stuff share our stuff and you know leave an occasional comment or two as well until then i am nader pop and i am peter pop and this was an episode for our mums thank you and we will come back next week